listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran this morning. You can uh, text the show on 8.12.15. That's 8.12.15. (laughs) Or you can follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Even the Queen's on Twitter now, Frank. You're going to have to join. What did she actually tweet, the Queen? Um, I don't know, but it ended Elizabeth R, which I thought was quite cool. That's good. She took her glove off to press the button. Yeah, you know the R, she was actually going to put awful. She just <laughs> forgot She forgot the end of Ruffle. Right? <laughs> you know, roll on floor laughing. Oh, uh, of course. Thanks That's for right. helping with that, That's Alan, right. at the end. That's all right. I wanted to think she actually typed in a, a Elizabeth Regina, but she, f- <laughs> she, she had too many uh, characters and that, oh, that maybe, bit didn't go. Maybe she'd already overdone mm. it. Yeah. Regina, calm down. Um... <laughs> I um, I tell you what um, I had a I had a bit of an achievement this week, um, which oh. is uh, I, you know we've all got I think you need goals in life you need um, you need uh, to know where the bar is and, and know when you've gone above it yeah and that's how we well that's how we carry on isn't it improving ourselves that's, that's right that's, that's right I'm a big goal setter for myself yeah. yeah. You know, with sea anemones, they judge whether they're alive or not by signs of growth, and we all need to evolve. Do they? Hmm. Anyway, so I, <laughs> for the first time, I had um, a four-piece meal from KFC. What are you usually at? Like I five, th- Three six. is my ceiling. You're kidding? Really? Yeah. Really? I love the way you're doggedly sticking to the old-school uh, KFC. <laughs> Yeah, not not going Nando's, which let's face it is a bit more of the moment. Well, I find it too complicated. Four's your top whack. Four is like you consider like a a PB personal best. I'm just just, we're all different. You know, I'm coming in at a different weight from you. Remember? Wow, but um, that's not ugly. How many pieces (laughs) would you do at a sitting? I reckon I could do a four piece whilst driving. I don't think... Oh, there's so many pieces I do. No pieces. <laughs> <laughs> because I wouldn't be digging my hands into a bucket. Oh, I like that. No, uh, yeah, I, I, was, I was the pre-bucket. Uh, the bucket's been added yeah. over the years. Um, I know it gets a lot of criticism. and I'm not, uh, This is not product placement. If anyone from KFC is listening, I can buy my own. What is it, two quid? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so, you know, don't send me any. Um, I wouldn't mind some lemon-scented wet wipes. They come in handy. <laughs> oh, do they still do those? Oh, I, I don't know. Oh. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, so yeah, I've all, I've only I've always thought three. That's right. And then um, I got tempted in. Is this with a side order? Is this with like some fries or oh, some fries, slaw? Obviously. Or oh, don't say sides. I hate it when waitresses say that. Sides. Do you want sides? Oh. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah, I don't like to take sides. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, are you breast or thigh? Well, the great thing <clears> you <throat> see about the Colonel is because he's come up with that sort of suede coating that's on all the all, all the thing, <laughs> yeah. is that um, it doesn't matter whether it's you know rib cage. It's, it's, you know, I know. When the meat's dark, I know. I don't care, you see, because it's all hidden by the thing. It's one one size fits all mm-hmm. with the batter. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think it's often said about the Colonel's batter, but it's a great leveller. I've never seen yeah. him in such raptures <laughs> over food. <laughs> I've forgotten You enjoyed it, didn't you? You enjoyed that four By the way, piece. if there's any um, readers who have stupid records they'd like to share with us, because it's all about, you know, fastest this and highest that, but we all uh-huh. have our own little personal records. Yes. I once, in a week's holiday, read five books cover to cover. That's my. That's top. good. That's Did you? 
There's the, the benefit of someone really sulking. <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, <laughs> get down to some uh, serious <laughs> place through your reading list. Yeah, it was, it was great. It's had all the, the pleasures of um, holidaying alone. And um, <laughs> actually, all the horrors of holidaying with someone else, completely. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Did that out, you gave me a strange death stare. I've never known you do that before. It's like it was my fault. I thought you were disapproving. Of me. I, felt, I felt disapproval in the room. Oh, that was for me because you were talking about uh, carbohydrate-based meals. We've had a tweet Protein, in really. from um, someone whose Twitter handle is far too complicated for me to even read out. Okay. Uh, MKN one night or something. Anyway, it's a photograph of a very large hamburger and it says I once combined the meats from two Big Macs and a cheeseburger. Wow. Oh, into one... Mm. One giant sort of Scooby-Doo Some, meal. Uh, something I think uplifting to hear that. Mm. At, in an age where people say, oh no, I better not because, oh, moment on the lips. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you big fat swell with injected <laughs> lips. Difference, does mm. it, mate? Good point. Yeah. Don't don't lose weight elsewhere and then make your lips bigger and then talk about that. Can you not say this to me on air, please? Oh, sorry. About that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that Colonel Sanders was buried in uh, in full regalia? I didn't. But have you got something of an obsession with Colonel? <laughs> Did they I mean, give you some reading material with the four hero. piece? No, a strange I, hero of yours. I, I, once had, uh, I spent a month in Japan, and the thing is, with I I love Japan and I love the Japanese and I love Japanese food, but I don't want every meal. No, no. And that's what happened. They, there's no sense of breakfast to that in Japan. You get up oh, in the yeah. morning, you get sushi, and oh, uh -huh. and they're I, fish mad. Yeah, and uh, and then we found the KFC after about two weeks. Honestly. There was a big, like, a oil painting of the Colonel in there. I could have, I could have knelt before it. Oh. <laughs> and I've always had a special relationship. I've always felt that. he might have been an apocryphal figure. No, no, he existed. Oh, was he real? Was he? He was. He was buried in in his in his outfit. You know the white. Oh, the apron. Suit, the white suit and all that. He was buried uh -huh. in so that. So disrespectful. It's great because it's actually, um, it's almost. That outfit's almost designed with ghosting in mind. Yeah, it's like our, It's like he was thinking ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, He's ready for the game. Yeah, he planned ahead for his ghost Good outfit. Stuff. Did he have one of those black Actually, sort of oil baron's ball ties? I can't remember. No, I think was, that was white as well, wasn't it? Oh, well, I, know, I, know. I think no. it was the black oil baron's ball. I think you're right. I, think you're right, yeah. Yeah. I don't have a picture of him uh, to hand. Well, you say that, but <laughs> I think it's your screensaver. I'll bet you something now, and I'll, I'll take bets on this. I bet there's a picture of him on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I think you're probably right there. Certain, certain specialist sites. That planned ahead thing there, I said, is it possible to plan anything other than ahead? Oh. Uh, yeah. See, we've, what we've done is we've found a redundant uh, grammatical form there. Yeah. Yeah, I like, I've, I am, I find him reassuring, the Colonel. I think if you're trying, you know the you know the the people who like the sort of impersonators like southern fried chicken. Oh yeah, and those those people. Oh, don't don't get me started on um, Dixie Fried. Uh -huh. All that. Yeah. What they do is their idea of trying to get you to eat chicken is to is to have a picture of a jovial chicken. Mm. Yeah. Outside. It's the last thing you want to think about. Is <laughs> <laughs> happy thinking of them as some sort of you know sentient creature with feelings and concerns and. Mm -hmm. Obsessions. You want to think of them as meat. Mm. Don't make them animate. 
That's my tip if there's any um, would-be Colonel um, impressionists listening. It's been a funny start to the show. <laughs> 20 <laughs> minutes on the Colonel. When I say funny, um, I refer you to Roger's thesaurus. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You said that you couldn't get anything other than sushi when you're in Japan? Well, not just sushi, but Japanese stuff generally, you know, tempura and all that. Okay. Sashimi. Yeah. Well, one of our Japanese readers has tweeted us, Uh Felix is a good cat, is his name. It's not (laughs) a very common Japanese Japanese surname. No, no. We don't eat sushi for breakfast in Japan, he says. Well, I'm sorry, that was what I... I can only eat what I was given (laughs) at the hotel. I could see no discernible difference between any meal. In, oh, it was lovely food, but it was oh. the same. There was no... You know, here... Yeah, like, didn't show you the black cab driver. <laughs> you were no. in prison in Japan, weren't you? That's what it was. It was no. just the three square... I loved, absolutely loved Japan, but... I hated it. You know, when pe- it. you know when people say, chips for breakfast <laughs> in England? Yeah. Because there's a sense of what you can and cannot, cannot yeah. eat. Mm. There was none of that in Japan. Mm. That's what I found. Okay, maybe I was at a strange no-breakfast hotel. <laughs> they were all seems out of like, Weetabix seems, and cornflakes. Yeah. Oh, God, I would have killed for a bit of cornflakes. <laughs> <laughs> I just say, if I said to you, fancy going for a Japanese meal tonight, you said, oh, actually, I went yesterday, I wouldn't think that was ridiculous. So why is it... I'm, I, I'm not... <laughs> yeah. It's all right to say I don't want it every meal, surely. <laughs> yeah. I don't want English food every meal. It's all right, but it's somewhat impractical if you are in Tokyo. <laughs> Yeah, but what I'm saying is here, mm. you'd get up, you'd have an English breakfast, and you might have a pizza for lunch. Yeah, Mediterranean. <laughs> and go out for a... Oh, I was thinking more 1978. <laughs> and go out for a, for a Chinese meal on the evening. You see here, it's all available. I mean, Japan that's... is Japanese food or Japanese food, unless you can find the colonel. Um, we've had a few people in that have uh, broken their own personal bests for, uh, mm. for food. Uh Lisa in Cardiff has texted, My boyfriend once had a large meal, uh, a fully loaded chicken burger with bacon, cheese, lettuce and tomato, along with chips and beans, and then ate four pieces for a bucket. And there's me looking at him with wow. disgust with my kid's meal. Can I'm, I say I'm assuming she's an adult, but she's just got a small appetite. Mm. Lettuce and tomato had no business being in that meal. <laughs> <laughs> I quite like Mind that Mind your there. own business Counterbalance. say to them. <laughs> yeah. Counterbalance, hardly. I think that's if, all right. If you've got a seesaw with lettuce and tomato <laughs> on one side and the other... That's good. I mean, I don't just want food records. I've all got all sorts of records. Well, in that case, I'm you'll, uh, food you'll perhaps appreciate hearing from uh, Emma, who says, uh, Hi all, Frank helped me beat my personal record of six correct answers on University Challenge. Ooh. Brackets, this week I got ten. Wow, in, that's excellent. Good. Yeah. In the music round, one of the artists was The Fall, who I only know from listening to your show. Thanks for, edu- thanks for educating me, Frank. Ten is well, you good. you say thanks. Ten's I w- good. I wonder how many questions there are on University Challenge in an average show. Uh, what kind of percentage we're talking how about? How exciting when you get one right, Frank. Oh, oh I love it. it. It's hard, isn't it, University Challenge? Yeah, yeah. it's very hard. But sometimes you do get around. You get around on, like, you know, West Midlands tourist oh. sites. <laughs> <laughs> and you can knock four up. Just like Sounds that. like you could hit a sweet spot on that, yeah. Yes. So I got, um, I did something, and... This is, shows something about how my fame has dwindled. I got, I got reprimanded. Oh, let me just settle down. I love this story. <laughs> I got reprimanded this week by one of the staff. Uh-oh. Did you? 
Yeah, because uh, we um, we got because it's the Ray Jars this week. Oh, oh he yeah. did quite well. Yeah, you know yeah. the uh, that those Indian uh, important Indian people <laughs> who came visiting the station. <laughs> <laughs> now the uh, the Ray Jars are the sort of um, ratings, and we 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 done all right. Is what I'm saying. We did, yeah. yeah. Hello to the new listeners. Yeah, it was. Hello. It was. It was not, they've probably gone already. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to clear them out of the opening song. <laughs> you don't think talking about KFC for half an hour is. Uh, KFC is them. international. Let's face it. What Colonel Sanders was buried in. <laughs> yeah. I, the, the, I Hello. Th- this is what it's like, new <laughs> listeners. I think Colonel Sanders' shroud <laughs> is something that doesn't get enough coverage on commercial radio. Anyway, look, I'll, 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 I'll just to hammer it home. What about our ratings? I'll, I'll come back to that. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not going to do our ratings. For oh, okay. Sake. It's not oh. that kind of show. Skinner, Dean, and Cochrane together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. You may recall we heard earlier from Felix is a good cat, mm. our Japanese friend. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we've heard do that. You know that. How do you know that this person is Japanese? Well, he... you're absolutely right. They're they're resident in Japan. Okay. But we've now heard back, and it's not good news. Absolutely furious. Yes. <laughs> okay. We rarely eat sushi. It's for special occasions. Oh yeah. Second message, and I'm a she. Okay. I, I did wonder about that because mm. Felix is a good cat. Is not necessarily like. A bloke, is it? It's not a blokey handle, it's somewhere in the middle. Well, Felix is a male name. It's a male cat. It's a cat's name. It's a male cat, wasn't it, Felix? Yeah, but it's turned out to be a female person. This isn't the best debate we've ever had. (laughs) This is not, um... Hello, new listeners. Anyway. (laughs) Let's talk instead about the ratings. Hello, Felix. No, I want to make it clear that I'm very happy that Felix went to the trouble to tweet it. Thanks, Felix. Um, thanks. And I... I just say... This is what happened to me. But, you know, I was in Japan, which I suppose every meal's a special occasion, because I was in a lovely yeah. country. Yeah. All <laughs> sorted, I think. Is it free to tweet? Do you have to pay for a tweet? Uh, no, it's free. OK, maybe I, it's a level of respect I need to trouble myself. <laughs> I thought you were thinking maybe I'll take it up then. What, a text, a text of 50p? Yes. I mean, they deserve some proper... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. enough respect. Yeah, exactly. A lot of even. Yeah. <laughs> Tweets, you know, it's cheap. It's mm. Knocking stuff, all sorts of thoughts out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, Felix, I love you. <laughs> um, I can tell you a strange story about Mount Fuji. <laughs> I don't really know if I wish to know. Yeah, I stayed in a hotel. It said there was a, a view of Mount Fuji. So I got there, nothing. Oh, oh was it cloudy? Cloudy? Because it was like a David Copperfield thing. <laughs> next day, nothing. I said, what's this? I was told, it. where is Mount Fuji? And the next day, it was there. It was honestly like a big magic trick. Cloudy, you couldn't see a hint of its silhouette. Nothing, nothing. Mem- and it was close, it was properly Remember that close. story I once told you about when Elton John rung his manager to complain that it was windy in Chicago? Yes, yes. Well, I found out and says, one. where's Mount Fuji, is what <laughs> I said. I was told it was a few... And the third day, it was just there. And honestly, there wasn't a hint of it. That's what the... That's good. Cock! Imagine that. OK, so, um... Just did, yeah. <laughs> so we got a congratulatory message from, um... Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 friends, uh, absolute. And um, and I took this opportunity amidst a lot of um, lovely, um, you know, 
dialogue. Back slapping and um, yeah. warmth. To point out that the boiled sweets in the foyer uh, are not what they should be. Um, well, essential. you're riding high, aren't you, in the ratings, so you may as well start making... Felt, do, you like remember what, do you remember what you said, Frank? Because I do. <laughs> Go on. I remember exactly what you said. Go on. I've never felt so embarrassed. Oh. I'll, I'll tell you what you said. Go on. I spoke with the German Chancellor Hitler this morning. <laughs> no, that, was what, that was Neville Chamberlain who said that. You've yeah. got mixed up. <laughs> OK, sorry. You said... <clears throat> having said all that all that being the nice, crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. I find the foyer boiled sweets a bit samey. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair, a good summary. They're nearly <laughs> all the basic glacier fruit. Yeah, and, you know. There were humbugs, but they vanished. Yeah. That oh, was a, that was that was one of those. That was a lost leader for the first week of the new uh, refurbishment. Few yeah. on bugs, so people think, "Whoa, are we on the up?" Uh -huh. Yeah, they've gone. <laughs> You're not done yet. No. One might find a chocolate mint if you dig really deep. Yes, and the trouble is, I find when I dig deep, I can sense the security man looking across at me <laughs> at, at the sweet jar and thinking. Is it pity? Yeah, no, it's more chancer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what. That's the look on his face. Carry on. Um, well, no, I would carry on, but you left it hanging in the air. You said, but, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah, well... And the worst thing about this, no-one replied. That no. email. Well, you think, you, you think, no, I actually got an email from Daisy, our producer. Oh, yeah. And Same the what? first line was, Frank, exclamation <laughs> 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 And I, she'd eluded, she de decided not to do the reply to all, which the conversation had been no, up to that Oh, point. she'd opted out with you two. No, just because yeah. she's a management person and she knows about man management and she knew, uh -huh. she didn't want to be, she didn't want to humiliate me in front of everyone. You she got line managed. Off. She <laughs> took, I was called into her office, essentially. <laughs> totally. Yeah, I was. I in was email like, form. I was like managed. My I only didn't. point is this. I laughed at it. I maybe I've got... If there's one thing that's gone wrong with the modern world, it's the sense of deferred gratification. You know, this mm. idea that, you like, like with the degree, you study hard and work, uh -huh. and at the end you'll get a reward. That's how I feel about a soft centre suite. You, mm. you, get, you get through the hard stuff knowing that if you stick with it, if, uh -huh. you, if you persevere, that you will get your lovely squidgy bit at the end. And uh, I think that'd be a good lesson for, for the whole staff to pick up on it. <laughs> <laughs> and what subtler way of teaching it than, than uh, a soft centre suite in, yeah. the, in the foyer? Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Daisy has uh, fixed the heating in here, which is good on her. Yes. Um, I was, um, it was very hot before, you could probably tell we sounded like, you know those Englishmen you get in films sitting in cafes, uh, oh, yeah. being served with people wearing <laughs> fezzes when there's like a propeller on the ceiling, yeah. talking like that. Mopping my brow and being offered postcards I didn't want. It was like that. Not only has the heating been fixed, but I've just seen like <coughs> six or eight people running past with bags of sweets looking at the bars. I don't know what. <laughs> no, I don't know that. I don't have that kind of sway anymore. There's the heads of junior you. staff rolling down the aisle as well. I don't know what they're believing. <laughs> junior staff. <laughs> he was. Uh, he was good. I like. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I like that. My mama used to... Uh, so, um, was that him? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was junior staff. So, Frank, I, I, I need to tell you a thing that occasionally... Because you don't read the text messages, do you? You just hear no, them. No, I, I can't. Like them. I can't and so occasionally we, constant abuse. we get one and, and we, we might <laughs> kind of... Abuse isn't that bad. Uh, well, abuse generally I'm not keen on. OK. I'll tell you what, I feel less bad about the abuse now that the figures are going up because it means statistically it's a smaller percentage, doesn't it? Anyway... 
Well, it might be new people as well. Who haven't it could, been, be, haven't could be new abusers, yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they haven't vented their spleen yet. <laughs> anyway, occasionally, I, I, when I'm reading it out to you, I'll give it a sort of a rewrite if there's a word missing that we know what it is. I didn't know about this. You know, if someone's not put the word to or the, I'll just put it in where it makes it, yeah, just... On whose authority? On my own, just if there's a bit of confusing syntax. at this point, I will never, ever help anyone out. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good rule. I I know that. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's a word missing in this text, and I cannot, I cannot insert it without putting it to the group. Here it is. Dear Frank, Emily and Legrand Cock, that's me. It's Joe from Hornsey. My dear friend Chris once claimed he made Frank a leather Christmas. Is this indeed true? A leather Christmas? (laughs) A leather? That sounds absolutely disgusting. See, my guess was... I wonder if he's one of my friends in the community. (laughs) 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 Leather Christmas... Blank. We yes. could play blankety blank with this and have what it as a text. Was, Frank? Do you, I we, thought we tree. I blank, thought a leather Christmas tree. A leather tree. tree. <laughs> a leather Christmas tree. That's a cow, isn't it? Leather I Christmas think a leather stocking? Christmas stocking. No, I've Maybe. never had a leather Christmas stocking. I can't think of any Westcott. <laughs> a leather Christmas <laughs> Westcott. Christmas Westcott. <laughs> Is this such a thing? I'm guessing. I might wear my Christmas waistcoat. I imagine that was a seasonal episode. <laughs> carving the turkey. Christmas wouldn't be Christmas without the leather waistcoat. <laughs> <laughs> that lovely seasonal uh, waistcoat that um, Frank Skinner wears with the Santa <laughs> Santa cut into the back. Of it. It's really beautiful. Absolute. Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with the A-Team, Alan Cochran and Emily Dean. You can text us on 81215, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio webby. The leather Christmas has been solved, Al, hasn't it? it? Yes. It's mm. pretty exciting news. So it's... his friend Chris made me a leather Christmas... Hat... Mm. In a previous show, Frank had mentioned that the only hat that fits is a Christmas hat, so Chris took it upon himself to make it. Never have I regretted typo more. 50 pence down as well. Should have tweeted. (laughs) Should have tweeted. Um, Can I just say, I'm already rather missing the leather waistcoat, though. Yeah. With Santa cutout. You don't often hear the phrase, should have tweeted. You hear the phrase, shouldn't have tweeted. (laughs) Quite a lot. True. Even the Queen. True indeed. Um, now, now that's, uh, I, I don't remember, I do remember making this point that the one hat that, um, that fits and looks good on me is one of those ones out of crackers, mm-hmm. which is, um... Yes, they do see you. They do. Something to do with the, your crown and your And I said I'd like to get one in leather, but, um, I don't remember it arriving, or so I'd be wearing it now, probably. Oh. oh. Well, Daisy, on the other hand, is looking forward to Christmas. Oh, this is bad news, isn't it? If it's been lost in post and... Well, no, I'm just wondering if Daisy might have purloined it. Oh, purloined. I, don't, I don't think Excellent. Daisy would wear a leather Excellent. Christmas hat. It's not the type. <laughs> she might wear one of those Joe Boxer caps. <laughs> I can see her in that. Mm-hmm. What else? Um, well, I'll tell you what else. We should really talk about the, uh, the biggest news this week, which is, um, I'm going to say it, Renny Zellweger's new face. She's... Oh, yeah. She's dominated the news stories, hasn't she? I mean, arguably, at the expense of more important things, (laughs) possibly. That's all I'll say. Well, it's all relative, isn't it? Yeah. 
I mean, I get so, a bit fed up. World news. Yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, yeah, watch world. If you have, if you're abroad and it's oh. BBC World News, you think, oh, no. yeah. <laughs> Right. It's the easiest section of the newspaper. Isn't it through. odd how, how, how news you do that? Anything, if, if say, if I'm looking at Sky News and it says a uh, man puts his entire family in a shoebox, yeah. <laughs> I think oh, it's going to be Utah or something like that. I and know if, that's what I think. Sometimes you look, you, you get a bit of a nice surprise. It's Macclesfield. Yep. <laughs> you yep. think, oh, well, that is interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I care if it's Macclesfield. <laughs> I care a, even more if it's Bushy. My interesting like news is like is like Wi-Fi. Mm. You know what I mean? The further it gets away, like, the patchier mm -hmm. it mm. gets generally. So where do you stand on uh, Rennie Zellweger's face? Because that's tricky. I wouldn't stand on Rennie no, Zellweger's face. That would be terrible. People I, I feel very sorry for Rene, and I've gone a little bit uh, woman with green tights on late night discussion panel on Channel 4. <laughs> oh, good. And a bit feminista on this. Good. Well, can I say as a bit of background information, my friend Chris made Rennie Zellweger a leather Christmas face. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Which I believe she's wearing now. Well, can and I just say? She also says, wears it in a in a Mexican wrestler. Um, oh, good! Cloud. It doubles up. Yeah, she's doubles a, up. She's, she's it's flexible. Day face and work face. Yeah, it's it's not hard leather. It's more chamois. Oh, nice. Anyway, <laughs> uh, well, okay. We'll, good in the we'll, rain as well. Okay, can we come back to the subject, please? Yes. yes. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. Renee. Talking about Renee Zellweger. Yeah, ha, ha. And, um, People didn't recognise her. She's well, they did recognise her, you see. This well, is Michael what irritated Owen me. But he's a bad example. <laughs> he's only seen eight films, Michael though. Owen. She wasn't in Seabiscuit, as I recall. <laughs> so he won't be familiar with her work. I wouldn't... Um, I've got to be honest now. Go on. Before you... Um, just to, just so it's mm. not just us and them. I yeah. I didn't recognise her. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not so much made her younger. It's it's more witness protection programme, mm -hmm. what she's gone for. I think she looks like a different person. Mm-hmm. A lovely, attractive person. She looks though. good, though. That's the weird thing, isn't it? That nobody said she looks terrible. It's one of those I weird stories where people are going, oh, she looks, I don't wish to be indelicate, but she, what, what I believe she's had done mm -hmm. is um, upper eye, an upper eye lift. So uh, you're familiar with the, the epicanthic fold. I am, yes. On the eye. This is what she had, and I feel she's just had it uh, amended. Oh, really? Yes. So if I... This. If, I'm I just had, saying, if I wrote a blank <laughs> check to a Harley Street doctor, I could get rid of mine. I don't know if they take you checks anymore, but um, good luck with your Abbey National Super Saver <laughs> account checkbook. Don't right. get rid of those. They, they make your face. Thanks very much. <laughs> what I, I would say, Frank... It's interesting to know, because one of my eyes is slightly um, a bit more close than the other. I look slightly mid-wink. Mm, lovely. That's yeah. what I've always liked about you. Yeah, but um, so maybe I should get that fixed, or maybe I could bring the other one down. Yeah. You know, like when it, everyone's uh, got one eye bigger than the other. A rainy day bigger. at the shop when they, when they bring out the Venetians. <laughs> a bit like that. Nice. Don't I wasn't you think sure people were saying um, sorry, her eyes? I thought she'd had her cheekbones. I think she looks yeah. completely like a different person. Yes, because of the eyes. That's kind of changed. Because she used to have this and thing with her mouth. You know, she looked like she had a drink problem. She used to. Um, she, people used vin, to do vin, impressions vin, of her. Vinegar was the nature of the drink problem. She used to have that sort of really mm, pinched. All squished up. Yes. She was very pinched. It looks like the whole thing. Like she's, maybe she's just relaxed at last. <laughs> 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 her face is unfurled. 
Yeah. Do you yeah. think people were basically saying your surgery is not subtle enough, though? That's what they're that, saying. Yeah, that's they're just... not actually saying. They're saying you should have it, but go to a better surgeon. No, I saying. think it's an interesting idea. Of don't make yourself look like a younger you. Make yourself look like a completely different human being. Yeah. Yes. There, isn't, there isn't enough of that. But it was, um, it's also the fact that she hasn't really been in the public eye for, like, four or five years, and I kind of feel for her in a way, because I don't... Do you ever get this, where Me you too. wear something that... Uh, <laughs> Do you ever get something where you wear something that, like, people haven't seen and you think, like, for example, coming here on a Saturday, oh, if, I yeah. had a, if I had a heavily patterned shirt, I might think, oh, God, I've not worn this in front of the radio people. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to mention this oh, heavily patterned... Oh, your QI shirt? No, just uh, yeah. any, any garment. I know. So there's always that thing of unveiling a new garment. Mm. Can you imagine the nervous energy you expend when you think, With I wonder if face. people are going to like my new face? Well, it's, it's, it's quite yeah, a big deal, isn't it? It's, it's two-pay day one. <laughs> I always imagine how that must be when you go to work with the with the two pay on and what do people do people I bet people don't say a thing. Yeah. They don't say anything to Renny no. Zellweger because they don't know who she is. <laughs> no. Yeah, she is running the risk she... of someone coming up and slagging <laughs> Renny Zellweger off to her, right? Isn't she? Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, what about a, a, a passport control and stuff? Oh no. <laughs> She's never gonna get facial recognition. No, no, she'll have to change her passport photo as well. Frank, can you imagine? That she's basically been photoshopped, that's what's <laughs> happened. What would you say imagine if Alan came in one day and had total surgery on his face? Well, uh, since the beard. Slightly bleeding ears. Oh. That was the telltale giveaway. Oh, I remember that when... Uh, do you remember when uh, Tarzan was hiding underwater with a reed to breathe through? <laughs> no, and I someone, don't recall that moment. Someone <laughs> fired into the water and when he came out, his ears was bleeding. I always remember that. I thought, oh, poor, poor Tarzan. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Closure on the Christmas hat now. 240, Chris has texted. Hi, Frank, Emily and Alan, it's Chris from Hornsey. I purchased the materials for your leather, brackets, for Christmas hat oh. a few months ago, <laughs> but still haven't started production. I will start this week and it will hopefully be with you soon. I look forward to hearing the show oh, later exciting. as I'm now at work. That's I wonder what brilliant. colour he'll go for. Will it be tan? Oh, I don't, don't know. Not... I don't want to know. Oh, Spoiler okay. alert. Well, no, I'm just thinking, normally you don't get a tan um, coloured Christmas hat in the cracker, do you? No, no that could mix things up, More's it? the pity. Mm-hmm. I'd love yeah. some tasteful neutrals. I, wonder, I bet Chris doesn't know what a big head I've got, though. He will if he listens regularly. No. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You too. It really is quite a big... I mean, it's quite a big... It's like seven and three quarters. There I you don't go. know what yeah. that is. Well, you know that you know that sack that the elephant man wore. That was <laughs> seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God bless him. It's one of the things I love about you, your head, actually. <laughs> it's one of the things I love about you. So anyway, speaking of the elephant man, Rennie Zellweger. I'm um, <laughs> I'm not an animal. <laughs> Thanks, little audition there. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I'd love to do that. We should Imagine actually. If you did Perkins. Those were your a... sole acting credits. Perkins and the Elephant Man yeah. on Broadway. I was offered. And then you uh, never worked again. I was offered Blofeld in the, uh, st- the stage production of James Bond Live. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. And um, I'm allergic to cats. Oh. I said I can't, I can't cope with the Persian long hair. <laughs> so that was the end of that. Mm hmm. Anyway, that's also why you weren't in Cats, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, Cats, that'd be a <laughs> Is that being revived, Cats? I believe it is, yes. I saw what it a advertised. weird decision to make. Well, you know, it's, it's a... Gr- well, it's only right, been off for right, about three weird. years. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. 
We should just say that Rennie Zellweger apparently hasn't admitted that she's had any surgery, and her no. her reasoning for, for looking like so different... I your idea that she unfurled. Yeah. That her yes. face has been trussed up for years, and finally mm. it's been released. The wind's yeah. gone under it. Now it yeah. looks lovely. She can't win, though, can she? Because when she had her old face, people used to screw their face up and do impressions of Rennie Zellweger, like, and now she's gone that way, and everyone's like, oh, what have you done? What have you done? You can't win. Basically, once you get past a certain age, if you're female, you make you have two choices. Mm-hmm. You're either going to go John Sargent, mm. full <laughs> collapse of yeah. your face, <laughs> yeah. um, or you're going to do something about that. Uh-huh. Yes. You know which way I'm going. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, <right>, good. <laughs> no, I don't think I would go full on. I wouldn't like people not to recognise me. However, if you don't want to look like Ibsen's grandfather... I understand that. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm. It's, I just think what's interesting about this is it's not, as I say, it's not that she's gone for youth; she's gone for a, a new identity. Yeah. Yeah. This is true. Oh, it's to do with the boyfriend, isn't it? Oh, is isn't it really? That's yeah. not what she said. She said, "I'm glad folks think I look different. I'm living a different, happy, more fulfilling life, and I'm thrilled that perhaps it shows." But so also if you, if you live a different life, your face changes. I like the yeah. idea of that. The thing is, I'm living quite a happy, fulfilled life, and I'm Are a bit you? worried that I'm going to have to get my, um, my I, Edinburgh posters redone. I'm that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like six months old. How you've, quickly? You've Do you know what would be fun? <laughs> Shall I tell you both what I... Th- in a sort of Simon Cowell way, honestly, if you needed to have surgery, what you should have done? Okay. You think I should have a head reduction? No, I need to think about it. I'm not going to do it right now. Oh, I now. thought you were just going to oh rattle God, it out. I thought I already drafted <laughs> up a list. I was there, pencil poised. Yeah. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I don't imagine I'll ever have anything done. I no. I like the idea of looking like one of those Bolivian peasant women that you get in uh, National Geographic. Oh, yeah. You know, that interesting, interesting face. Lived in. Yeah, I don't mind that. I'm considering going down the... I don't know about Sergeant, but uh, Scargill route. Oh. I might go down. Wow, that's... Uh... Have you drawn up your list of what work Frank and I ought to get done first yet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> can I mention Renee's um, boyf? Yeah. Yes, you can. Uh, Doyle Bramwell II. Is that his name? Yeah. I love that you know his name. Yeah, well, I, I'm fascinated by his name because it has two very important American um, things going on. One is the second. I mean, can you imagine if I'd called Boz Frank Skinner the <laughs> second? What, what a clamp on his career that would have been. Yeah. The most he could hope for is the right stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute Imagine having that tops. outside the Royal College of Surgeons. Maybe, I mean, maybe mm-hmm. Soccer AM, nostalgic grounds, but that would have been it. <laughs> but Frank Skinner II, would you ever consider? Obviously, you wouldn't. Um, if Al had called his <laughs> son <laughs> Frank Skinner II, that would have been. I mean, does it have to be you to be Frank that Skinner II? That would have been a pay rise. You that know, could, been good. could I call my son, you know, Elvis Presley II? <laughs> <laughs> would that uh-huh. be all right? A bit g- I'd be good to pick someone really obscure instead, Paul Coyer the <laughs> second. <laughs> but also, this is now this is what fascinates me. This American idea now of using, and, and I've got this mainly from, I'll be honest, somewhere I no longer go, which is the um, the Mail Online um, thingy of shame down the side. 
Oh, the Daily Mail sidebar of shame. The sidebar of mm. shame, which is lots is lots of stuff about American actresses you've never heard of. Almost mm. every one of them has got a surname for a first name. Yes. Right. So this bloke, Doyle Brammel, mm-hmm. I know he's a man, but it's a classic American thing. To, uh, if you take like Harrison, yeah, yeah. Uh, you could well imagine a pretty blonde-haired, maybe slightly sandy-haired, thin American actress called Skinner Frank. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh, and Skinner Frank will uh, be performing. You can imagine that. Mm-hmm. C- I think Cochrane Cochran Al- is, Cochran is Allen. such one of those yeah. names. I love Cochrane Allen's new uh, movie. <laughs> yeah, Dean, me too. Dean Emily becomes that's a bit Church of England. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it's the new. You know when people used to make up their porn names with their, the sort of that's first, right. first yes. their pet, their first mm-hmm. pet, and their mother's maiden name. I think the thing is now just reverse your name and you become uh, an American actress. I think that's, yeah. that's, that's the new parlour game. You heard it here first. <laughs> As you hear so many shabby things. <laughs> Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Nobody puts email in the corner. <laughs> Can I just say that was slick, the way you went brown sugar by the Rolling Stones and then boom, straight into yeah, the jingle. Well, slick. you know, you get to a certain level of writings, you have to start <laughs> sounding like a professional. Honestly. I enjoyed Daisy's little uh, mum dance. Really good. That jingle. Did you dance? Oh, thank you. Hi, Frank, Emily and Alan. Recently you had a story Listen about... Can I just say, in case you wondered what that was... It's Pope Pius XII <laughs> slamming against um, the Virgin of Guadalupe on my uh, on my chain. Uh, they my seem neck. curious. To do that? They seem curious bedfellows. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think they're, they're both Catholics. All right, fair enough. Both have onesies on. Recently, you had a story about an estate agent who stole a chocolate bar. Well, we didn't have it. Well, in the press. We covered it. Oh. Yeah, we covered it. As we do many of the uh, it top glory. stories of the day. Cool story, Brian. My friend Glenn is an estate agent here in NZ, New Zealand. Thanks. Um, in, in NZ, estate agents hold open homes whereby a house that is for sale is open for half an hour over the weekend for anyone to visit. Wow, I like the sound of that. Yes, yeah. good, isn't it? Do some great nosing around. Yeah. Out of respect, shoes are usually taken off before entering. There are often many individuals and families walking around the houses, and as a result, many pairs of shoes can be found sitting outside the front door. So, here's the kicker. Mm. Uh, last Sunday, Glenn... Kickers as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I last... saw them outside, I think I'd run through a time warp. <laughs> last Sunday, Glenn finished an open home and locked up, only to find that his brand new work, shows <gasps> had, work shoes had been stolen. The oh. thief, though, had kindly left behind his very old $2 jandals slash flip-flops. That's translation. I okay. think they call them jandals yeah. there. The jandals. Yeah, exactly. Big fan of the podcast, Fiona Wellington. Wellington. Oh, no, she's not called Fiona Wellington. She's not like the Duke of. <laughs> no, it's Wellington NZ. Fiona, comma, Wellington. Yeah. I think you're on about the footwear link. I was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was. Yeah, well, it's, uh, at least, though, he, he left some flip-flops. A person didn't have to go home bare for they could get home. Mm-hmm. I think that was quite a considerate thief. To be honest, yeah. I found this story slightly so- stomach churning. <laughs> it's, it's like if you stole someone's iPad and left an etch-a-sketch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
But also, I think I'd rather somebody walked around my open home that I was trying to sell in their $2 flip-flops than in their stinky feet, like, in my home. Yeah, but did that, did he go in at all, this thief? Didn't he just oh. turn up and leave the flip-flops and also, take the shoes Also, that is respectful. I will, uh, I'm a bit phobic about other people's empty shoes. <laughs> it makes me feel a bit sick. Yeah. Especially when they're lined up. Oh, it's horrible. I bet you hate bouncy castles, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't well, spend an I awful think, lot of uh, time on them. <laughs> I think, uh... Felix is an excellent cat, um, <laughs> if, that was, if that was the name. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll point out that in Japan there are often um, shoes outside yeah. and there's little sandals waiting for you to put in just so you don't have to walk around the house bare for. Mm. It's all carefully catered for. Flip-flops, are they the uh, only onomatopoeic shoes? Because they're called that because they flip-flop. Oh, flip-flop. Yeah. You want, is there any... Clog. Maybe a clog. clog. Maybe a little bit. See, stiletto. Stiletto? No, that'd be no. click-clacks. Oh, yeah. I've got a lovely mm. pair of Bouton click-clacks I bought the other day. <laughs> nice. I've got some... Uh, I love that that just trips off your tongue, that reference. Do you know, Bouton. I sometimes feel my work here is done. Yes, yeah, so I think it's obviously your influence. I've got some pa-pas at home. I beg your pardon? I've got a pair of pa-pas. Pa-pas? Yeah. What on earth is that? S- snowshoes. Oh. <laughs> Absolute... Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I find the slipper quite onomatopoeic. Slipper? Mm. A little bit. <sighs> well, yeah. You're a very be. hard taskmaster when it, it comes to these shoes. It would be if it was called a... Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> if it was that called a... Be. S- 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 if it was called that. <laughs> you're being a bit fussy, if you don't mind me saying. Well, flip-flops, that is the sound they make. Slippers do not make the sound slipper. When you're walking. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. You also, as far as I know, can't purchase shoes called pff, pff, or whatever you said sh- snowshoes were called. Well, I'm not saying you can purchase them, but um, I'm saying that that's, that's, that's what Suggesting they should be called. Suggesting the rules are somewhat elastic. It was a pretty good snowshoe impression. Let's hear it again. <laughs> All right, Jeff, yeah, just clearing the... Uh, I'm going into town. Is anything open? Well, we'll, we'll see, but if, do you want me to get you some bread or milk? If you could, that'd be... Br- OK, see you later. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's harder than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> OK. Should we go on to email two, as I call it? OK. The snowy morning, that was called. Um... <laughs> I don't know if you've you tuned into absolute drama. We <laughs> <laughs> should have an absolute drama, wouldn't it? Oh, drama. shall we? Yeah, All the good. presenters could do, like, one, one person shows. Mm-hmm. Stuff like oh, that. I can't wait for mine. Uh, <laughs> me, me and the OC could do uh, Waiting for Goddard. Yeah. Mm. OK. That's dear, an idea. Dear Frank et al. Oh, thanks. I didn't. I know. <laughs> I know about the no praise. I am truly excited about Frank coming to Dublin in December. Oh. I hope to raise Frank's expectations of Ireland by letting him know that the National Daily News follows his timely ways. Frank, I hope, will enjoy it on two levels. The news starts at 6.01pm to allow a minute for the Catholics to have a pray at the 6pm Angelus. <laughs> Love the shoe advice. Now, the name, I'm really sorry, but I don't know how to pronounce this name. Go on. It's spelt M-E-A-D-H-B-H. M E A D H B A. Yes. <laughs> okay. I think it might be Meath. Meath? Okay. Something along those lines. They can be very difficult. Do you want to go yes. for it, Frank? Sometimes it's K E J 
L D Eric. <laughs> <laughs> it all goes very countdown. You don't get any clues with it. Um, I, I think I need to go to the news, but I, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm keen to pick this apart. There is so much in yeah, the, it, me, um email. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is uh, the Frank Skinner show on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. And you can text us on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the radio, email the show via the uh, Absolute Radio webby. We've had a lovely example of an onomatopoeic shoe. Oh, yeah. Deborah has tweeted us to say that in Dutch, clogs are glompen. Perfect. How perfect is that? Absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if we've got another one in English. No. I can't think of it. Wellington. Wellington. <laughs> Wellingtons on. Wellington. Okay. Yeah. I just put, I've just given out me Wellingtons. Don't. I wouldn't do that. Frank. No, no. If you accept that it's an onomatopoeic um, form, I'd stick with the old uh, snowshoes. Yeah. You're probably right. Play yeah. safe. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what else? And we've wor- we've established how to pronounce M E A D H B H. Notice I say H, not H. Um, it's pronounced Mave. The B-H oh, is a Gaelic I th- V. I M-A-E-V-E. Correct. I think Queen Maeve. From, just to complicate things, Siobhan. Siobhan. Instead of Siobhan, as I used to say when I was younger. Oh, yeah. It's easily done. Well, what can you do? Nothing. You know, as a young reader, I never realised that Enid was a girl's name. I thought Enid Blyton books were written by a man. Not that it mattered. Did it put you off no. when you discovered? It was just, it was, it was a big moment for me. I still think about it. I still think, yeah, oh, I feel foolish, really. Oh, no, no, I don't feel bad about it. I was only seven or something. Was Ten, it, maybe, I don't know. Was it the blighting of your life? <laughs> Very good. Thanks. Right, we have to get back to this Dublin email. We don't have to do questions. anything. This six o'clock news business, like, it must affect the phraseology when they say, oh, I saw on the 601 news last night. Just, it doesn't doesn't fall off the tongue as easily, does it? Do they know, though? I mean... You think they don't know? Well, I think there's a, a bit there of... There are a people m- that don't realise yeah. their news is a minute late. Well, there's a whole myth about the news being on time. I mean, I... Well, there is on this show. I really <laughs> try, I really try on this show to get to get the news to start within the minute of mm-hmm. 10 o'clock or 9 o'clock or whatever. But, you know, we have gone 9.01, I think we've gone 9.02, and other shows, first of all, over the show... <laughs> to be honest with you, I've heard, some, I've heard one show nine oh nine. I mean, what? <laughs> it's um, uh, so uh, you know. I, I think it, the news rarely starts on the hour on the, on the commercials. Oh. You got to get the adverts in. More important than news, much, much more. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it is a slight. Also, on the subject of my time thing, one thing I've never mentioned. When, I, in case you're um, one of the swathes of new listeners to the show. Welcome. I don't. I don't set my alarms at sort of five past or ten past or quarter past. They're on nine minutes past and one minute past. I won't be the slave of the oppressive twelfths. But also, my iPhone, other smartphones are available. My iPhone is uh, six minutes fast and has been since I had it. Oh, has it? Yeah. And you don't alter it because. Um I don't alter it because it's an individual and it's made its own decision. I never <laughs> set it like that. It's not an individual. <laughs> I'm not sure that's, it is. That's what they call them iPhones. 
Because no, but he's in. from that generation. He thinks all robots and things they like don't that. Ca- <laughs> right. No, but yeah. it is. It's they, they, they don't call them off. He reveres sort of it's iPhone, the Jetsons so it's got and things. Its own... Oh, yeah, exactly. Okay. Do you think, um, do you think Tarzan uses a, a me phone? Mm. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, got a bit of news just in. Uh, Morning team, onomatopoeic shoes, surely tap shoes. Tap. Yeah. That's what they do. Tap, yes. Good work. Good, very good. And he says, or has someone mentioned it already? No. No, no. And they they add, had to turn you off while I treated a patient, which really upsets (laughs) me because I have to switch to a sister station for the last hour. Too much info. I thought that, but it turns out it's Gregor physioing in Lewisham. I think if you're physioing, that's fine, isn't it? Oh, I thought he was a surgeon. Yeah, I thought it was something serious. If that was a surgeon and he was breaking off to text in uh, about onomatopoeic shoes, I'd be a bit concerned. Well, such is my mind that when he said I had to turn you off, I thought it was a tap joke. Mm. Oh. So, you know, we're all confused. That is very your mind. Tap shoes. Tap shoes is good. We've had um, a number of people texting in with the suggestion of galoshes. Mm -hmm. We've had Philip Gallagher and Simon and Vanessa. One thinks of it in heavy rain or Mm -hmm. even through a small river. I just think of it as Chekhov. I think of an abattoir. Chekhov quite a lot, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. And Chekhov have you sent? Have you sent that to Chekhov? Yeah. <laughs> what was you going to buy? The Harley Street. Oh, yeah, Harley Street. My yeah. epicanthic folds treatment. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, galoshes. I is know good. somebody, so we'll talk. Yeah, all right. Galosh, um, galosh, galosh. As you walk, do you think? <laughs> galosh, galosh. Not galoshes, to be fair, but galosh, galosh. I, I, I think it's infinitely preferable to the way you're pronouncing Wellingtons. <laughs> I think Wellingtons are a bit wobbly when you walk, though. Wellingtons. <laughs> Oh, that was weird. Where's me Wellingtons? <laughs> I don't think that's how they're spelled. You can't say that every time you say Wellingtons. Well, I don't say that much, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> you know, I live in central London, I don't really need a Wellington. Well, so you tend to go from one heated interior to another, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's true. I have my uh, long walk to Little Kickers on a Friday. But still, that's enough about my... What did you think? This is Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Got anything to talk about? Oh yeah, I have. A- <laughs> <laughs> I have actually got. Oh, is that why we're all about. gathered here? <laughs> yeah. We're probably wondering why we're all gathered here today. <laughs> you know, sometimes you think, "Oh, we're going to talk about." No, but there is something I wanted to talk about. Oh yeah, what? Uh, yeah. Did you read about driverless cars, which are some? They're an obsession. Come, that's never. No, this no. is true. Twenty fifteen will be the year of the driverless yeah, car. Yeah, we will pro- promise the hover car. What happened to that? Oh, good point. your generation is so resentful about the way all that spacing didn't take off and you were promised so much. Well, the hover car didn't take off. <laughs> well, space didn't really either, did it? Well, Let's well, be come honest. on, we got there. Yeah, but then what did we do when we were there? Nothing. Well, you know, they put, they put a flag in it. So the idea behind it, I'm not sure of the idea behind it, but I think it, they have suggested that it'd be good for driving children around. Mm. What? Yes. Mm-hmm. I really want to put my child in a driverless car. Can you imagine seeing a car with like six three-year-olds in there? And, I would an, love and, it. An, and an empty, <laughs> empty driving seat. Oh no, that—that's a terrible. Just like idea. in the night garden DVDs flying around. Mm-hmm. Well, raisins. One of, one of the suggestions was um, country buses because oh, country yeah. buses aren't very regular. Yeah. So if they had driverless. Country buses. It would save on the expense of a driver, was what and they said. And better than the usual uh, country method, which, of course, is drink, drinking and driving. So yeah. at least it'd be safer than that to have none at all. In fact, just roll it down a hill. 
be safe for the most countryside drivers. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. These, uh, these driverless cars, I, my initial thought was that I was going to be against them because I thought, well, that sounds dangerous. Um, and that was uh, somewhat allayed, but not really. I think it's a bad choice of phrase by uh, Claire Perry, who's the UK Transport Minister, mm. and she was talking about bringing it in, and she literally said, we can't avoid it, and I don't want us to. <laughs> I was thinking, might be a bad choice of phrase there. But I, I, I don't that, want us to. That's what does worry me. You know, occasionally... You get a runaway car. Mm. Yes. Come down a steep hill. You're oh, I've see seen that, one of those. I love it. You're going to see that coming, and, and you'll be crossing around <laughs> thinking, oh, don't worry, it'll stop. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that'll be that. Are they going to solve that problem? I had uh, my own little experience of that, well, almost, when I was in a car, must have been about eight years old, and a friend of my mother's, New Zealand woman, she said she went into the shop to get some Peter Stuyvesant cigarettes, I oh, believe, yeah. for her brand. She used to make us buy them for as well. Um, and she said, right, put, there's a lever there. Put your hand on it if it starts rolling down the hill. <laughs> Cling on to that, children. She just went in. She left us in the car. I've never held on to anything so tightly in my life. Wow. It did feel a little bit movie, but, you know, that's that was... Different kind of rules apply there. Little vignette from my childhood there. Different, different times. Different times. People were less worried about handbrakes. Different times here on Absolute Radio. <laughs> I do think, you know, when we talk about occasionally what's improved over the years, handbrakes are definitely up there. They've really come on, haven't they? They've got a lot better. I thought They've you were going to say parenting. Handbrakes, parenting's got yes. better. Um, I find, I, if in, on the occasions I've shared a car mm-hmm. with, a, with a partner, I don't think I've ever tried so hard to put the handbrake on as I do then. The joy of leaving it on so hard that they can't release it. <laughs> I don't know, it's not a good thing. I'm not saying it's a good thing no, about my personality. Petty, but, but it's awful. But fun. But nevertheless. How does it work then? Does it rely on sat-nav? I mean, you could end up in Colchester. The driverless car? Yeah. I don't know, but I've been thinking I like it. I, d- I thought I would Terrible be against idea. it, but I, I think it's... Never happen. I predict you know it will never happen. Imagine, oh, wow. imagine how much more enjoyable driving would be if there weren't other drivers because they're the biggest problem for me like the bloke in his white van that threw a banana skin out and it hit my windscreen yesterday oh he really? he well, if it had gone lower the car could have completely slipped over yeah. exactly exactly yeah and this was what on a motorway com- what about a comedian who died avoiding <laughs> a banana skin oh what a way to go it's probably the only way i'd get nearer the front page <laughs> but but i was um, well i don't know about the front page but i think that <laughs> Perhaps in some of the red tops. You might get a sidebar of shame <laughs> just as a quirk. if it says yeah. you know me. But then I was thinking, well, what do I do now? Because I was really annoyed by it. Because he threw it out the driver's side. Like, at least wind the window down and go right across into the yeah. long grass. And, and I was thinking, I, I should speed up. Long grass? Where were you? Sounds like the jungle book. If I had sped up and shook my fist at him, there's no way of saying... You threw that banana skin out, and it's an irresponsible thing to do through mime whilst driving, is there? It's difficult. It's, it's a tricky one. Yeah. Mm. But, um, and you know who else won't like the driverless car? Who? Greg's. They've only just got on the motorways, haven't they? Have they? I, I haven't imagine noticed how, Imagine how they're, gonna, they're not going to sell scotch eggs to the driverless car drivers. <laughs> Would I be up front, though, or in the back? Well, that'd be up to you, I suppose. The driver's not going to dictate. <laughs> That's a great thing. You, you can sit in the driver's seat if stuff, you wanted. Say stuff like lousy bit of cornering that was, and you won't get... <laughs> uh, Slag them off. That'd be lovely. <laughs> the joy of that. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. We've had an email, Frank, which I'd like to share with you. It's regarding our esteemed colleague. Oh. This is from... That John. Me? No. 
Um, this is from John, and he's in Burnley. It is about you. Hello, all. Excellent. Last Saturday, a group of friends and I decided to go to the big city to celebrate my 49th birthday. A great day in Manchester was had by all. Well done on mm -hmm. that. After a long day going from pub to... It says pub to pud. <laughs> is that a Mancunian expression? No, I think it's probably a typo. Oh, OK. Pub to pub, well, maybe they, you know, they went to a pub and they went for something to eat. They went yeah. to... Um, <laughs> Where could they go, Frank, where you would just well, be able to buy what sweets? What about uh, just sweets? <laughs> just desserts? Just sweets. My, uh, my dessert's only restaurant. Yes. Yeah. Just sweets. Could be. Yeah. We so made a spur-of-the-moment decision to go to the comedy store. Oh. You can imagine my delight when we sat down and as soon as the show started, Alan walked onto the stage and announced he was our compare for the evening. That's what I do, I make announcements. I walk on and I announce <laughs> things. I take a gong. It's uh, it's an important part of my showbiz do career. Do you say, I am your compare for the evening? <laughs> I don't do think you? I do, but I like the fact you that someone thinks I do. a bow tie. I would have. Saturday mornings for me consist of hiking with your show on my dad radio. Oh. So I was rather chuffed to see Alan in the flesh for the first time. Well, Not hello. five minutes into the show, Alan made a funny comment. Well, well five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> How long was the show? I'd like don't, to, rush, don't rush headlong <laughs> into comedy. I'd like to think it was sooner than that. But Was it a seven-minute show? Does it mean a, a specific one or a... He no, said... He made several funny comments. Hold your but high horses, I'll tell you. email slagging me off, surely. No. You wouldn't have read that, would you? Made a funny comment about a man's tattoos on the uh, front row. I'll yes. let Alan tell you about the threats of extreme violence. Ooh. All I want to know is what did Alan have his minions do that the two, to the two offenders so they didn't appear back after the break? Well, the, answer, the short answer to that is nothing. They, um, I think they self-removed. Uh, they, they probably just slid onto the floor. Something mm. like that. Um, here's what happened. I was the host, and, uh, and actually a little bit of background, the Comedy Store Manchester have moved their early show. So it used to be like 8pm or 8.30, and now it begins at 7, so it's really early for mm. a stand-up show. And the conversation in the dressing room before I went on was, it's gone a bit theatre now, hasn't it, the early show? It's really calm and theatre-y. The, the show manager said to me, Alan, we need you to do eight minutes because we've got a late show at the start. So eight minutes, I'll light you on five. Before my light even comes on, a tattooed, huge, 16-stone minimum guy is standing at the front going, are you saying they're cheap? Are you saying they're cheap? Because they're not. He jumped up onto his feet and started shouting at me. But Oh, dear. I don't think... I'm going to say it. I mean, mm. I, I didn't actually have a go at his tattoos. What I said was, he had an armful of tattoos, and I said, I see you've got one armful of tattoos, are you saving up for the other arm? Yeah. Which I thought was actually yeah, but, quite yeah. valid. And if you look at what he was saying, he was saying, are you saying they're cheap? And the thing that I said implicated that they were not cheap. I was, I was actually suggesting they're expensive in that you need to save yeah, up yeah. for the other arm. What I wanted to say to him was, to be honest, I'm not that interested in... Them. I'm just trying to get to some jokes that I already have about tattoos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think he might have then thought, all right, you've got some jokes about them, you're going to make fun of my tattoos, yeah, and that so could have exacerbated the situation. Mm. Oh, sounds terrible. But whilst this huge man was shouting at me, I did think, it's not that theatre this. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> they say the early show's gone a bit theatre but um, I didn't have to, uh, I didn't say anything. Can I say what I liked about that him. anecdote? When you said, I'll light you on five. Yeah. And it went very sort of, you know... Glimpse behind the curtain. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. Can I give you a piece of advice? I tend to... Oh, no, don't I give him a piece of advice. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you gave some to Steve I've, recently. I've managed to avoid these situations of late. 
How? With um, prohibitively high ticket prices. <laughs> <laughs> Try that. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Just uh, for clarity, can I just say to any of the readers that, you know, I'm not a volatile, controversial comedian that has big, muscly men shout at him at every <laughs> gig I do. It was just a, a guy had somewhat misunderstood something I'd said and uh, overreacted. I'm, I'm surprised there isn't more violence in uh, comedy clubs. Well, me too, in a way. You consider how horrible a lot of people are. Yes. <laughs> What, the comics? And, and there is a bit of leg and pulling and stuff goes on. And yeah. Well, often, I did... Often the very foolish don't understand leg pulling. I think that is what the problem was. Not that mm. I want to antagonise the guy, if anything. He won't right, be listening to this. All right, I joked about his tattoos, but I think we should draw a line under it. Um, and uh, so I'll just move on. Yeah. Um, but I think that was the problem, that he just didn't get that he was being teased a little bit. Um, yeah. However, I have recently had a spate of strange moments at gigs with a people spate. shouting. I normally only Honestly, to burglaries. A spate. Well, I told you once. A spate. My only time I've ever used spe- a spate was when a date kept um, cancelling on me. And I said in this email to him, due to the recent spate of cancellations, <laughs> oh, yeah. am I to assume you are currently in a witness protection programme? I think a spate Very of good. date cancellations would have been good. <laughs> he might have thought he was getting an email from Dr Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, um, I was telling a story... Uh, uh, I do not like it in a box. I do not like it with a fox. I do not like it in the rain. I do not like it on a train. I do not like it in a boat. I do not like it with a goat. Can I, I say none of those things apply to me? Mm, you like <laughs> all of those things, don't you? Yeah. Do you like green eggs and ham? Yes, I do, actually. Well, I'll get you some. <laughs> That's Christmas sorted. Uh, <laughs> Carry on, Alan. Are you on sure? Out. You don't want to do some more <laughs> rhyming? <laughs> no, no, that'll do. Um, I, was, uh, I was telling a story. It's an old story. It's just a story. It's a thing that happened to me years ago in France. It's a, it's a bit of what, what we stand-ups call material. Oh. And, uh, and I was telling it in front of about 800 people at a... At a a drop dinner that thing in. that drop, I do. Drop that mm. And oh, as yeah. I was saying this story, this, this thing that happened to me in France, a woman very loudly went, Italy! It's Italy! <laughs> <laughs> and I said, what, madam? She went, it's Italy! And I said, no, no. Do you it, normally it, work with a prompt? <laughs> it happened to, no, she was a drunk woman on the front table. Oh, I said, it happened to me. And she went, it's Italy! And I'm not going to lie, for a split second, I considered retelling the whole story as if it happened to me in Italy, because she was so forceful <laughs> about it. And um, she was angry. Was she but... receiving a long-distance telephone call? <laughs> if, she, if she was, it was on her hands-free, and I couldn't tell. But terrifying. That, that but, is terrifying. Hold, hold. And that's that's I, not I, it. That's not it. There's more. Well, it's a spate, as I've told you. Well, can we have music, a musical interview? Yeah, all right, all right, back. fine. Just, yeah, just, all right. just bookmark that yarn. <laughs> okay. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So another gig that I was doing. Mm. Uh, this is the uh, Alan Cochran gig stories show section. I'm <laughs> enjoying. Um, I was uh, I was regaling them with an anecdote that, that took place in Birmingham, Birmingham, oh, know, yeah. Birmingham, your old stomping ground. It's not. It, does it involve a hotel room without? Uh, yeah, it oh, was yes. that old. Uh, I think it's old. Of, uh, first time you came on this show I as did, a guest. I you did indeed. I was, mm. I was dropping some old gold on them, and uh, and a woman shouted out. What's this got to do with Birmingham? <laughs> and I said, 
on a question it's, I ask myself every week. Was it the same uh, woman? It's where it happened. No, different gig entirely. Geographical heckler. Di- I've had a real spate of geographical hecklers. I fully expect to do my show tonight and someone to ask me a question about Oxbow Lakes in the middle of my gig. Yeah. Or the fishing industry in uh, Scandinavia. That's <laughs> yes. all I remember from geography at school. Mm. Yeah, I've had a right run of uh, oddness. Mm-hmm. And this is actually something I could pick your brains about. I did a gig for um, the radio festival in uh, oh. Salford last week. Oh, yeah. and, oh, really? and I had to perform in front of people who I recognise and are fans of. Well, like who? Guy Garvey from Elbow was on the front row with I his see. father because he was going to be given an you award. Love, you love Elbow. I'm a yeah. big Elbow fan and I've been a long-term Elbow. I'm not like a new touristy oh, Elbow fan. <laughs> did, he, um, did he laugh at your jokes? Well, that was the awful thing was that I know that he laughed at some of them but I also caught a glimpse when he wasn't sure laughing. sure it was Guy Garvey and not I Richard Herring? No, it was definitely Guy okay. Garvey. Although also there was Richard Hawley whose music I like too. So Blimey. I felt a bit like... I'd, I've not really was gigged it, uh, that much uh, in front it, of celebs. It wasn't a pub rock festival. <laughs> it was a music thing, wasn't okay, it? Yeah. But have you um, have you done a lot of gigs in front of people that you're actual fans of? I performed in one, in front of Sir Jeff Hurst once. Oh, how was oh, that? Oh, lovely, at, Frank. At, at a corporate gig, and um, I, I I only referred to him a couple of times. He said he didn't want to be referred to. And right at the end, I said. Um, um, it's, can I say it's been a great honour in performing in front of uh, Sir Jeff Hurst and, uh, you know, as a little bit of leg pulling, but, you know, I hope I hope it, you were all right with it. I hope, like that ball in uh, in 1966, I, d- I didn't cross the line. <laughs> oh. And, uh, How'd it go? Slightly spoiled the whole... Uh, <laughs> but, hey, that's life. Um, and thus, we come to the end of another show. Um... And uh, I still haven't worked out an ending. No, what show. are you going to do? Well, maybe I'll try that one that uh, that um, person suggested about reworking the old jingle. Do you remember that one? So, um, shall we do it together? We yeah. Know, you, know, you know the end of the, sh- the friend of the show? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. One, two, three. End, end of the, the show. show. Oh, I thought yeah. you were going to play the jingle oh, and we were just going to say <laughs> end over it. I'm not, not, sure, not sure I'm going to stick with that one. <laughs> Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience.